Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest has a fascinating resume. We already know he's a fun guy. He has a huge challenge on his hands this weekend as he takes his football team to Death Valley to take on the number one in the nation, Clemson Tigers of Dabo Sweeney. Last December, when Will Healy was hired as the new head coach of the Charlotte 49ers here in our backyard, and he is at 34 years old, one of the youngest head coaches in the FBS ranks. That means 130 different programs. When Coach Healy was hired last December, the Charlotte official announcement actually quoted Dabo Sweeney of Clemson describing our guest Will Healy as a, quote, home run hire. Coach, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing great. How about y'all? We're doing well. I'm going to ask you about the babysitter fund you have created so that your assisted coaches uh, can have date nights. But I, I have to know, I mean, this is so much fun in a sense. The same guy that described you as a home run hire has the number one team in the nation and is your host at Death Valley. What is the background there? How would you get to know each other well enough that he was describing you as a home run? Uh, he just, uh, he's expensive for quotes. And, and our <laughs> athletic department was interested in paying that, uh, paying that bill. Uh, you know, it's, it's really been, uh, uh, it's been a lot more phone conversations. I, I uh, saw something this week where he said, we've never met. We have met, uh, but obviously I didn't make a very good first impression. Um, and I, I went to the FCA event we had in Charlotte and got a chance to meet him for about 20 seconds. And, uh, sat on the very top row and listened to him uh, tell his uh, life story. And uh, it was unbelievable. I could have listened for hours upon hours. But, um, you know, it's been a lot of um, – he, he had called me once about a GA that he thought would have been a good candidate for a job we had at, at uh, Austin P. And uh, so I, I got a cell phone then, and, and, we, you know, if I had a question, I'd call him. And he's been – really, really good about getting back and, and had great insight. We actually hired one of his coaches uh, when we got to Charlotte, and uh, he was here about three weeks and, and uh, got hired at Boise State as a linebacker's coach. So uh, I told him he's 0-for-1 on hires right now. But, uh, <laughs> no, he's been great. I mean, he's just uh, – he, he is what everybody what, – he is what he says he is, uh, to steal uh, uh, some, some other good quotes. But uh, – he lives it, you know, and, and so he's been a great mentor for me. Will Hilly is joining us, the Charlotte 49ers head coach. He has already, as a head coach, turned around another program. Austin P was in bad shape when he took over. He turned them around in three seasons at the FCS level. Now here he is taking over at FBS Charlotte at Clemson Saturday night. That game will be on the ACC network. You are kind of a football lifer. We have shared with our audience. Your dad was a star at Georgia Tech. Your uncle Chip was an All-American linebacker at Vanderbilt. And you, of course, were a quarterback and team captain when the Richmond Spiders won the 2008 FCS National Championship. Is it that backdrop that uh, led to you creating the Babysitter Fund so your assistant coaches at Charlotte can have Wednesday night date nights? I need a boss like that. Well, I would love to act holier than thou. I've definitely messed up on that plenty of times <laughs> uh, and have, have cheaped out on uh, of not paying, but I've, I've done it plenty of times as well. Um, we, we do uh, family night on Sunday night. All the kids are there. All the wives are there uh, from about 530 to 7 o'clock. Uh, it's a great, you know, 
it's a, it's, it breaks up our day, win, lose, or draw. Uh, they're there. And, uh, and you know, we usually have long Sunday, Monday, Tuesday nights. And then uh, Wednesday night we leave about 5 o'clock. Uh, all the wives get together. We, we go to a different place in Charlotte uh, for date night. We get babysitters for the kids and, and, uh, and go enjoy being around one another and try to go three hours without talking about football, which usually lasts for about three minutes. But, uh, you know, and then they go with us on all the trips. All of our wives will be going with us this weekend. We'll go to Clemson. They'll go to Miami. We'll play Florida International. Uh, my wife says she's not going to El Paso, but other than that, she'll be at all of them. So <laughs> she's a fair weather fan. If it's a nice city, she's going. Speak. Uh, yeah, but, go ahead. Uh, no, but it, it's it's been a lot of fun. And uh, it gives us a chance to uh, to show the wives how much we appreciate them. Speaking of your wife, Coach, Emily, you and she got married about seven years ago. You now have two children, Eli and Wynn. My buddies will tell me that I was the ultimate underdog when I met my wife now of 20-plus years. I call her the lovely and talented Maria. You know you're the football underdog taking your 49ers to Clemson. Were you viewed by your friends as a long shot or an underdog when you uh, first, you know, met Emily, however that happened? Well, I got I got two deal. I'm I'm known as the charity case, um, <laughs> but I, I met my wife in seventh grade and locked her down. Wow. If not, I would have had no no shot. So uh, <laughs> I I knew what I was looking for. I found the one and and uh, and locked her down. So I didn't give her enough time to see what else was out. <laughs> I saw that your uh, second child, I believe, second child, I believe, name is Win. Isn't that a lot of pressure? From a football coach to, I know it's W-Y-N-N, but walking around with the name Wynn as the child of a football coach, that, that feels like a burden to carry. Is that a well, family I name? Said, uh, I said when you're 13 and 21 as a head coach, you got to find the win. So it was it was more to just try to get it to 14 wins instead of 13. But, uh, no, he's got no pressure. I can promise you he'll be a lot better player than his dad was. Uh, and... Uh, no, it's not a family name. The okay. middle name Livingston is my middle name. But, okay. Uh, we we, uh, we didn't find out boy or girl on either one of our kids, and uh, we had two boy names and two girl names picked out, and uh, the little little dude popped out, and Emily said, what's his name? And I said, I think Wynn Livingston matches him. So went from 13 wins to 14 wins. That's awesome. Will Healy, father of Win Healy, joining us on the David Glenn Show. His 49ers are off to a really good start. They take a 2-1 and one record to face the number one Clemson Tigers on Saturday night. Serious question through the eyes of a coach or maybe even your players. Do you view it as insulting if an outsider says – you know, this is a David Goliath situation, or you should be giving a miracle on ice type speech to your players. Or is it just understood, even among competitive people, you know, hey, they're number one in the nation, and I'm, you know, in year one of building the Charlotte 49ers? Well, I mean, I don't take any offense to it. I mean, it's like they're, they're 30 something point underdogs or favorites playing Syracuse. Right. So why wouldn't they be? 42-point favorites playing us. Um, I, I, they're that good. They're really, really, really good. And and I, I go back to, we've talked about it all week as, as a team, that they're going to have to make some mistakes. We're going to have to play exceptionally well. And um, for us to have a shot to be in the football game, uh, that's just the way it is. I mean, they've got some Jimmy, Jimmys and Joes that are really good players. Yeah. Uh, 
and and they've also I think they're really well schemed and they're fundamentally sound and they play hard. I mean, it's it's the whole shebang at their place in front of eighty five thousand people on a on a Saturday night. So tough, tough, tough test. But I mean, you want to go be in the limelight, you want to go be at the mecca of college football, and you want to go see what you're made of, then we get to do a Saturday night. The Charlotte 49ers can get nice crowds at home, but I can't imagine you see this kind of environment all that often, and nor did these guys, of course, at the high school level. Do you have to take a different approach because of how loud and crazy it can get at Death Valley? Well, our, our practices are pretty loud and crazy uh, without people in the stands. That music is uh, feels like a dance party as much as it feels like a practice. Um, so I, I don't know if the noise will necessarily be the issue. I, I think that the people will be the issue. You know, 85,000 people staring you down. And, yeah. um, you know, the bright lights and just a total different type of environment. And what I've seen is you can you can – get all fired up and say, hey, we're going to be on TV, you know, let's have a you know, Philly special the first play of the game, and all of a sudden your right tackle jumps off sides because you're trying to do too much. You know, like we've got to be simple. we got to make sure that uh, we allow these guys to kind of settle in the game uh, and, and really you hope that you don't mess it up before you even get started or you hope you don't play so tentative uh, that before, you know, before you can take a breath, they're up 21 to nothing. So, um, I, I've been in a lot of these games as a player and a coach and, and think I learned something new every time. Somebody asked me the other day, which ones worked the best? And I said, none of them. We got our butt kicked in all of them. So <laughs> I don't know that I got all the answers, but uh, I know it should be a lot of fun for all of us. We can picture wife Emily or the boys Eli and Wynn in those beautiful Charlotte 49ers colors. But I read, I wasn't sure if this was serious or not, I think it was Eli is obsessed with Clemson football hype videos. Is that true, or was that a joke? So I got a a text from Emily on uh, Monday night, and she said uh, Eli had his headphones on and was watching Clemson hype videos. (laughs) And uh, she said, we've got a problem on our hands. So I sent the video to Dabo, and I said – he, he, Eli specifically asked me. He was watching hype videos, and then he was watching videos of their building, of Dabo Land. And Eli was like, Daddy, during the game, can you take me to the putt-putt course? Uh, and I was like, Bud, I know that sometimes you don't feel this way, but I actually do have to coach on, on Saturday during the game. So <laughs> you know, maybe we can go back and go to putt-putt. And so he, he's kind of devastated, and he's like, you're not near as cool as Dabo, and your place isn't near as cool as Dabo Land. Why don't you have a Will Land? And, and uh, you know, so he is uh, – right now I'm having to get him out of orange and put him back in the green. Will Healy is the Charlotte 49ers new head coach. He takes his Niners to Clemson Saturday night, 7.30, the ACC Network. Did one of your players this week or previously say to the media, like, we're going to shock the world? Did you have to address anything like that? Because I would imagine – you as a coach wouldn't mind your players sort of thinking that way or telling their teammates such things, but I don't know. There's probably something bad. There's a downside just telling the outside world that kind of thing, right? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, so here, it, it, the the question is phrased. It was J.C. on Fugate, our uh, our safety, and uh, the question was phrased: What is your expectation for for Saturday? And the reporter said. You know, are you just trying to go down there and survive, or 
uh, uh, you know, and just get out of there as fast as you can and worry about the next week? Or are you going to try to, like, shock the world? Yeah. And he's like, well, I mean, we'd love to shock the world. Right. You know, I mean, we obviously know how good these guys are, but, I, I mean, it's kind of it, – it, it was a great lesson for us as a team and a really good lesson for me as a coach that, listen, I, I totally get the – um, how honest the answer was, yeah. right? And yeah. I get the fact that it wasn't like you just came out and said, we're going to shock right. the world on Saturday. Context right? matters, yeah. But but what you don't understand is that the reporters are going to find the shock the world comment. Yeah. Whether they said it first or you said it, the right. headline's going to read shock the world, right? And Lord knows we don't need any bulletin board material in <laughs> some locker room. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, very harmless answer. I am... I agree a thousand percent with what he said. I think we have taken that underdog role week in and week out for the first three weeks and said, listen, we are not going to be a backseat to anybody. I mean, we're not going to be irrelevant in the city of Charlotte. We're going to make sure this is a great brand of football that continues to get national attention. I just don't know that I'd want Dabo printing off the Charlotte Observer article saying, Right uh, here come here come the Niners ready to shock the world. Well, now that you have he's Dab- already acting like we're the daggum Green Bay Packers. <laughs> right. I mean, he said, you know, best players, and I'm like, come on, big guy. Deep down you know? inside, we, we've gotten to know Dabo too, and deep down inside, Dabo knows that no competitive young man is ever going to say anything other than we're going to try to shock the world. So he might put it up on his billboard anyway, or, or on the big board anyway, but uh, you know how that goes from coach to coach. Uh, I'll tell you this, Will, as I thank you for your time on the David Glenn Show, uh, your resume is outstanding to begin with, and even your start this year says a lot about you as a brand-new head coach with Charlotte. But I've been in this business for 33 years, and one of the biggest compliments that I've heard about you is that folks are comparing you to Dabo Sweeney in a lot of different ways, and I don't know you that that well. I've known Dabo much longer, but uh, that's not a bad comparison, man, for a 34-year-old guy who's already accomplished a lot in this industry. I, I know you take that as a compliment, but I, I, I thank you for your time, and I, I do wish you well at Death Valley, and of course, in the broader sense, whatever happens when you come back. Well, I don't know that there's anything that compares the two of us, but I am honored to be in that conversation. I think our, I'm only about 150 wins short of him and three <laughs> national titles, so there's a lot to compare. <laughs> hey, good luck, Coach. Thanks for the time. We'll be inviting you back. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks for having me. You got it. Will Healy is on Twitter at Coach Heels, Coach underscore H-E-A-L-S. To be a head coach at the FBS level at 34 years old is an accomplishment. And remember, the, the 49ers are 2-1. and one. This is a program that was only created a decade or so ago. I mean, created out of nothing. Remember, we used to talk with Brad Lambert, and he was like, you know, no, seriously. We didn't even have, like, a door or, or a telephone or a secretary. We were not moving up a level. We were created from scratch. And now they play at Jerry Richardson Stadium down there at UNC Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, as they call themselves now, the 49ers. And they're off to a 2-1 and one start, and the only loss was actually a high-scoring loss to App State. Nothing to be embarrassed about there. I mean, they put up a 40-something burger on the Mountaineers at Kid Brewer Stadium. So this guy has energized the program. Everybody's realistic about the nature of this trip to number one Clemson. Coach Healy among them. But other signs, other signals on the recruiting trail – the way he is perceived. I mean, Coach Healy said, I think it was on another visit with us, uh, if Dabo was preaching every Sunday, I'd be attending his church. 
there's a lot of parallels just to their energy, their charisma, their belief system, football and otherwise. And that's uh, a promising foundation for the future of Charlotte 49ers football. They're not going to do well in all likelihood at Clemson. But the bigger picture is, have they found the guy to put themselves on the FBS football map in a way that they never have before? And there are a lot of signals that the answer to that question is yes. Even if year one is not always the prettiest record, you can sometimes see things happen beyond the record that provide for a more promising outlook. I covered Mac Brown when he was 1-10 at the beginning of his time with the North Carolina Tar Heels. But his charisma, his personality, how he interacted with the media, how he interacted with fans, how he interacted with high school coaches, how he interacted with moms and dads and 16- and 17-year-olds, you could see the 1-10, and 10, and that's the bottom line in a bottom line industry, right? He actually, Mac went 1-10 two years in a row at the start of his tenure with the Tar Heels back at the end of the 1980s. You could see enough other things where you were like, you know, this is the kind of guy that can turn a bad situation into a good one. And sure enough, Mac Brown goes from two just horrendous 1-10 and ten teams to eight straight bowl teams. And by the end of a decade with the Tar Heels, he has back-to-back national top 10 teams. It's not that easy at any level, but Will Healy strikes me with that kind of young Mac charisma and modern Dabo charisma. We'll see how far he can take the Charlotte 49ers. Saturday night probably won't be pretty, but in Conference USA action, maybe they can make an imprint that they've been unable to make earlier in their creation. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. Brandon in Burlington wants in on Cam Newton's future. Hal in Durham wants in on the Carolina Panthers' future more broadly. It is 0-2 Carolina facing winless Arizona Sunday afternoon on the road. Kyler Murray and Kyle Allen of your Panthers is likely to be the quarterback matchup with Cam continuing to miss time with his foot injury. Ron Rivera says he won't have an answer to your biggest questions about Cam until tomorrow, not ready to make any declarations this afternoon in his very brief meeting with the media before he got frustrated with all the Cam questions and walked out because he said, I don't have answers to your questions. Ask me about something else. It was a a two-and-a-half-minute press conference. The tension is definitely building in Carolina. They're trying to get back to the postseason. David Tepper's a new owner that wants big things, and now they're out of the gate at 0-2, and they have a conundrum on their hands with their starting quarterback. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We'll get you caught up on some headlines. We'll give away some NASCAR tickets on the other side. I'll ask a trivia question first with the correct answer on the air. You can tweet us. You can email us, but to win – In this case, you have to call us, 1-800-849-2761. Don't forget that if you're one of those who doesn't like to call, you can always go for our grand prize. The Bank of America Robo 400 is a week from Sunday, Charlotte Motor Speedway, September 29th. If you go to davidglennshow.com, scroll down, you'll see the NASCAR banner. You can win both four tickets to that event and four pit passes. So it's an even bigger prize in that sense then the four packs that we're giving away over the air, 1-800-849-2761 is how you can win. NASCAR trivia style, Brandon and Hal will help us talk football. You can be next at 1-800-849-2761 on the David Glenn Show. 
Roy Williams, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Last year, two chains came walking by, and he reached his hand down and uh, shook my hand and said, two chains. And about five seconds after he walked away, I said, I missed a great opportunity. I should have said three rings. <laughs> Keep it here on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We're talking college football. Week four begins tonight. Houston at Tulane. Tomorrow night, Utah at Southern Cal. Over the weekend, Notre Dame-Georgia is the biggest matchup nationally. Michigan-Wisconsin, another matchup of undefeated teams. App State at UNC. Among the headliners for in-state reasons, the 49ers heading to Clemson. Thanks to both Dabo Sweeney and Will Healy for being part of the David Glenn Show as those two get together on opposite sidelines. Week three of the NFL begins tonight. Titans at Jaguars. Minshew Mania will be on display. The former ECU quarterback, who wasn't much for the Pirates, went to Washington State, became a superstar under Mike Leach, and is now creating a phenomenon in Jacksonville where, yes, people are wearing mustaches like him, even getting Minshew-like themes carved into the back of their head. Gardner Minshew in for the injured Nick Foles as the Titans of Marcus Mariota visit the Jaguars of Gardner Minshew. 1-800-849-2761. Kyle Allen is expected to be in for the injured Cam Newton as the Panthers head to Arizona. Both of those teams are winless. The Cardinals do have a tie. Ron Rivera walked out of his press conference today when he got tired of Cam Newton questions. Five of the first seven were about Cam. Ron said, I don't have the answers you're looking for. I won't have any of those answers until tomorrow. Stop asking me about Cam Newton. They kept asking, so he walked out after a two-and-a-half-minute press conference. We're giving away NASCAR tickets. Should I give the question now, or should I just put the heat on a caller as they get on the air and just hit them, blindside them with the difficult, not at all difficult trivia question. We have a few already on hold that brought their Bill Raftery Respect. onions. Respect. So I don't even know that that's necessary. I'll wait until they're on because I, tr I tend to water down these trivia questions. I want actual NASCAR fans to win. So I want to make it hard enough that there's a hurdle to get over. But we want winners on the David Glenn Show. I don't like to make people uncomfortable unless they're bad people, and we don't have many of those here. Hal is in Durham. Brandon's in Burlington. They have football on their mind. I think it's Jeff and Sanford that will get the first shot at the tickets. Let me try Hal. He has been burning a hole in his sports soul, something he wants to share about the Carolina Panthers as they head to Arizona. Go right ahead. Am I on? You are on with David Glenn. Go right ahead. Oh, that's awesome. Uh yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks for your show. I listen to it every day. I drive a lift. Thank you, man. Um, I am a uh, – I know Ron Rivera can win. You know, I've seen Ron for nine years. He started out with getting snake bit in a lot of games, and then he really can win football games in the NFL, and that's not easy to do. Uh, North Turner can't, and he's been proven for a long time as a thorough retread mediocre – under 24, uh, 24 games under 500 kind of coach when he's a head coach. And when he's an offensive coordinator, what happens is his teams start hot, just like we did last year with him with six and two, and then the offense falls apart. And I'm hearing everybody talking about Cam in this scenario of uh, with, the, with what happened with the Bucks, But nobody's talking about North. 
I mean, Cam was inaccurate, and he missed so many people that day. But when it was winning time, Cam was hitting them, and we were down to inside. We were going to win that game. And then Norv calls some strange call that goes wide. Sure, go to McCaffrey. Have him run up the middle because we didn't even want to get the touchdown on that one. We wanted to get the first down, burn their timeouts, and then they have no chance. But I, I want to hear people talk about, or I mean, if you like Norv, defend him to me. But yeah. me right now, I'm like, let's let's fire him now and get somebody else. To well, you know this. Everybody's talking about Cam first because that is far more central to the future of this franchise than anything else. And I, by the way, agree with your assessment of Ron Rivera. Would I put him among the top five coaches in the NFL? No, I would not. But do I believe he's an above-average NFL coach that if I were owning the team, I would want that man on the sidelines as a leader and decision-maker and in the community as a representative of my franchise? To me, Ron Rivera is first class all the way through and through with fans, with media. I know what he did today, but the guy's body of work is first class in every way. And he has done more good than bad through eight years with the Panthers. So I'm with you on Ron Rivera. Those who listen to this show know that I was skeptical about the Norv Turner-Cam Newton marriage. And how fairly broke down Norv Turner's background, I think, as a head coach. And his background as an offensive coordinator, there's some good and there's some bad in there. You know, Troy Aikman and others will say very positive things about his time with Norv Turner as the offensive coordinator. But Norv Turner hasn't had a running quarterback to supervise and work with since Doug Flutie like a thousand years ago. And when he was hired, that struck me as odd because Cam, of course, unless you're one of those folks who believes he can become a pure pocket passer as he gets older, even though there's truly no evidence outside of a single season to suggest that that is true. 2015, he was both the great runner and the great thrower. The other seven years in the NFL suggest that for him to be a great QB, he needs to be a dual threat. So Cam's health is front and center. If he gets healthy, which I think he still can at 30 years old, I agree with those who are saying make sure he's closer to 100% rather than asking him to re-aggravate a re-aggravation of a foot injury that dates back to the August game in the preseason. Let Kyle Allen do whatever he can do against Arizona on Sunday, and unless Cam feels like he's not jeopardizing that foot in any way, Whenever that threshold comes, then plug Cam back. It might even be a week from now, you know, seven days, nine days from now, where he can come back as the Panthers may at that point still have a chance to salvage their season. I I don't know if I would be as negative on Norv Turner's body of work as Hal is overall, but I don't see how Norv Turner is the long-term solution for Cam Newton personally because of what he's coached forever. I will credit this, and Hal brought it up a little bit, but Cam got more accurate under Norv Turner's tutelage in the first half of last year. That's real. That's not fake. That's not Memorex. That's not you know a Cam defender. He was a more accurate quarterback under Norv Turner, and the offense was doing a lot more good than bad before Cam hurt his shoulder again. So was that a mirage? Uh, as Hal said, you know, did people figure him out and, and they're going to crash and burn after a hot start? Intelligent minds can disagree on that. But the Norv Turner-Cam Newton marriage to me has been an awkward one from the start. If you're David Tepper, man, you got so many decisions to make. Either you believe Cam can be really good again or you don't. Either you believe Ron Rivera is your guy. 
Remember, David Tepper, minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, saw an organization that had exactly three head coaches over a 50-year period. Three in a half century. He doesn't sound like an itchy trigger finger type guy when it comes to head coaches, given the Steelers culture that he was a part of proudly for so long. I don't see Ron Rivera as the problem. The North Turner Cam Newton match is an issue. But number one, I mean, far and away above all these other debates is what does Cam have left physically? And if he's feeling better physically, you're not going to see him moping and looking depressed about his injuries and about his poor performance. And he was 7-8 seven and eight, seven and eight against the Bucks before he hurt his foot and then 18 of 24 afterward. You know, those are two different Cam Newtons we saw in a single game just last week. But you can't ask Cam to take the field again until he's physically ready to be the guy who hit first seven of his first eight passes against the Buccaneers. Jeff is in Sanford. Let's see if he can win a prize. Jeff, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Where would you put yourself on a 10-point scale of NASCAR trivia expert if uh, 10 is truly legendary and zero is I have no idea what I'm talking about? I would like to think about an eight or nine. I respect that. All right, here we go. So you watch a lot of NASCAR yesteryear and today? Yes. Excellent. All right, you're going to win then. Uh, Jeff and Sanford for the win. I'm, there are seven drivers who on the Cup Series have multiple victories this year. So put aside the guys who have zero or only one. Of the seven guys who have multiple Cup Series NASCAR victories this 2019 season, can you name three of them? Yes. Go and for it. And be former Series champions, right. This is just race victories this year. So somebody has oh, five. Forward. Okay. Somebody has you. four. A couple guys have yeah. four. Uh, two, I, I, two or more, just name three of them who fit that description. All right. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and my guy, Brad Keselowski. Very well done. Bush, Kyle Busch has four. Brad Keselowski has three. And Kevin Harvick has three. You go three for three. That means Jeff and Sanford is headed to the Bank of America Roval 400. That is a week from this Sunday. Any idea who you're going to take, Jeff, friends, family? Or are you going to make, like, the co-workers bid to join you? How's it going to work? I'm going to take my girlfriend and my brother and his girlfriend. That's what I like to hear. Do you think they listen, or are you going to get to surprise them later? Do you have any idea if they listen to the David Glenn Show? We love surprises. No, my brother lives out of state. He lives in South Carolina, so he's not listening. My girlfriend's at work. She's not listening. I'll surprise her. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. Tell us how the surprise goes, and then uh, a couple weeks from now, tell us how your experience went at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Stay on the line, Jeff and Sanford. We will tell you how, I think in this case, we still ship the tickets to you. The race is still, what is that, 10 days away. Sunday, September 29th. If you didn't win today, you can always win tomorrow. And remember, you can learn more about the Bank of America Roval 400 by visiting charlottemotorspeedway.com. That's the old-fashioned way to get yourself there. Our grand prize continues to linger, though. The only way to win that, a four-pack of tickets and the four pit passes. It's the only way is to go to davidglenshow.com, look at my ugly mug, skip right through my boring biography, scroll down, and click on the NASCAR tag, Bank of America Roval 400. If you're our grand prize winner there, we will get you four tickets and four pit passes to that September 29th race at Charlotte Motor Speedway. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We have more football on our mind. We have more tickets to give away, Canes, NASCAR, and otherwise. Did you see last night, Darren, a huge development 
for one of the franchises that we follow. A huge announcement. And I don't mean a win or a loss or anything of that sort. Not even, well, kind of, kind of. Are you talking about the Canes? A personnel matter. The Canes preseason victory last night. (laughs) Not the game. There was a victory of a different sort. Not the shutout of the Tampa Bay Lightning on the PNC Arena ice. There was a very serious personnel matter that was resolved last night. That story, your football questions and comments, we're asking you which quarterbacks you believe in and not. Do you believe televangelist style in Cam Newton's ability to bounce back whenever he's healthy and become a higher-end starter in this league? Do you believe believe that Colin Kaepernick still has some gas left in that quarterback tank? Do you believe... That Lamar Jackson of the Ravens can build on this stunning two-week start. Do you believe in Mitch Trubisky with the Bears? Do you believe Daniel Jones is the answer for the Giants? Do you believe in Minshew Mania as the Jaguars host the Titans tonight? More of your quarterback answers to our do-you-believe questions. 1-800-849-2761. Next on the David Glenn Show. You gotta believe! The head devil... David Cutcliffe. You guys have a unique ability to, to just do it right. You know, all the fans are always going to defend their programs, and they should. Sometimes we all make somebody at another program mad or angry, but you guys are very fair to everybody. The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Last call for phone calls at 1-800-849-2761. couple things I promised. By the way, the correct answers to that NASCAR trivia would have included Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, and Chase Elliott. They're the only seven guys, all of them, by the way, among the 16 drivers still alive in the NASCAR playoffs, as you can catch them later this month at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Sometimes when we do trivia like that, Darren, and then I don't say out loud all the correct answers, people get mad at me. Man, we try. We really, really try. (laughs) Everybody's a little bit different, right, out there in listener land. We really try not to punish you that way. But uh, those are the seven for those wondering what the seven correct answers were. Now you know 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. The Cam Newton question will linger for at least another day. Ron Rivera says that he will have an update for us tomorrow afternoon. We'll get to that, of course, as part of tomorrow's program. One thing I promised, and then we invite your calls, 1-800-849-2761. I started the show today by mentioning that 17 years ago today was one of the greatest days of my entire life. Now, this mixes life and sports, as we like to say on our show on a regular basis. Darren, you know me pretty well. You have not known me for 17 years, much less five decades. Would you have any idea? September 19th, 2002. I, uh, we, I, we just discussed a September 11th right. for much different reasons that are uh, an unforgettable landmark for anyone who lived through that. Not quite or right around the same time, year off, right? September 19th, 2002, nothing of that sort, but rather one of the greatest days of my life. Would you have any idea what 17 years ago today, long before we crossed paths, 
what that might mean in my world. As an honorary member of the Glenn family, I'm a little ashamed to admit, because I think I know the right answer, but I did not know it was this particular occasion until you asked me, is it your daughter Avery's birthday? That is correct. (laughs) Happy 17th birthday to one of the great joys of my life. Avery turns 17 years old today. Fatherhood is the greatest joy that I have ever experienced in my life. Anthony, of course, is a junior at ECU. I love him as well. There is something about the daddy-daughter connection that has made it, for me anyway, and I hope for many others, as close to perfect as anything else I've experienced in life. Best I know, Darren, they don't allow human beings to get away with perfect. Like, that's just who we are, right? (laughs) Right. Like perfect by, by the rules, I think that's perfect true. is not in the vernacular. It just doesn't work out that way. So whether it's a success, a relationship, uh, an achievement, or anything else, the closest to perfect I have ever experienced as a human being is my relationship as a father with my one and only daughter, Avery, who may or may not be listening on her way home from high school as we speak. I just wanted that on the record. As close to perfection as I believe human beings are allowed to get. And it still is. 17 years later, man, somehow, someway, I'm still the cool dad. All my contemporaries tell me that their daughters pulled the plug on the cool dad thing when they were like nine. Yeah, I was going to say, that happens. 13. Forget about it. At the latest. Now, I will say this. Today's the birthday, right? Now, I'm a savvy guy. I'm the crafty left-hander at this stage of my life. I had to be that in baseball just to get guys out as a teenager. Later in life, Darren, you try to stay savvy for different reasons, right? You got to manage personalities. I'm a business owner. I got a lot of cooks in the kitchen. I got the lovely and talented Maria, man. I'm a contributor to a whole bunch of sports media outlets. When your 17-year-old daughter, love of your life, Darren, turns 17, and Maria happens to be on a business trip. So there's, and Anthony's at school. So it's just the two of us and the dog, Avery and I at home. Even though I'm still the cool dad, I mean violating centuries worth of dads who have gone swirling down the teenage girl drain. Even though I'm still the cool dad, I was savvy enough to know that given plentiful options, she's a driver now. Would dad really be like the dinner date on the birthday itself, (laughs) right? So you know what I did? Took her out earlier this week. That's a veteran move right there, right? Because then you're not setting up yourself for the love of your life saying, oh, dad, here's your hug. Here's your kiss, man. Thank you for the card and the gift and for letting me use your car as I go see all of my friends turning <laughs> down my dad's dinner invitation like a stake through your heart. No, I just say, how's tonight? We had her birthday dinner earlier this week. She gets to f- see her friend Shree unavailable later this week, Darren. So they get to have their birthday time together. I get my amazing, beautiful, tough, strong-willed, change the world independent, intelligent, feisty, hardworking, and good-to-other-people daughter. I've gotten plenty of birthday celebration in early in birthday week. We will have more big tailgate tour style, even some soccer sprinkled in over the extended birthday weekend. A happy birthday to my wonderful daughter, 
Avery, 17 years old today. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. She was listening. Is that what that? Do you think she and her girlfriend <laughs> typically listen to 99.9 FM The Fan on their way home from Millbrook High School? Odds are no. But what does the savvy dad do? What does the savvy dad do? There's something really cool coming up on Dad's show. I mean, she might think it's like Mia Ham or what, what, what <laughs> right? It, oh, Dad has Alex Morgan today? Oh, oh my gosh, I got to listen to that. Little sleight of hand, Darren. You don't love your wonderful daughter any less. It is both one of the greatest joys of my life, and I think you'll understand what I mean by this, one of the great responsibilities of my life. I don't think there's anything any of us does in life more important than being a mentor to somebody that we bring into this world. I think Maria was involved somehow as well, by the way, for the record. 17 years, that works, 17 years ago today <laughs> was one of the greatest days of my life. If I remember correctly, it was the lovely and talented Maria doing, you know, most of the heavy lifting. Final thoughts and TV picks as we come down the stretch next. I believe it is the NBA's turn in the line dance. And I don't think they can dance. I don't think they can dance as well as DG dances. And I'm only a three or a four. The David Glenn Show, weekdays at noon. Coming down the stretch on today's program. And down that stretch they come. Special thanks to Mick Mixon of the Carolina Panthers, Will Healy of the Charlotte 49ers, Michael Vick for his unique contributions to today's program. Sam from UNC, Darren Vaughn pushing the right buttons on the other side of the glass. TV picks for tonight include Cardinals Cubs on Fox proper coming down the stretch of the regular season. Of course, football leads the way on Thursday night. At the pro level, Titans at Jaguars on the NFL Network at 8. And at that same time on ESPN, it will be Houston at Tulane. The WNBA is in its playoff semifinals. Preseason hockey, too. Enjoy the games. We'll see you tomorrow on the David Glenn Show. Mr. President Barack Obama, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? David, it's great to be on. It's wonderful to, to talk to the folks in North Carolina. I always say uh, I love the state of North Carolina, love the people of North Carolina. Even the folks who don't support me down there are nice to me. The David Glenn Show.